0: And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com. CPPN. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
1: Well, welcome, one and all. We're just waiting on water to arrive and we'll introduce and kick things off. Thank you for coming. Well, have
2: y'all been enjoying the con convention so far?
1: Been mm, going
3: well, right.
2: Yes, yes. A bit smaller than what uh, I think we're all accustomed to, but as it goes
4: with COVID. Actually, this is like the smallest con, and I think it's the best con because I've been to Phoenix Comic Con twice, and I'm like, oh, that one panel just ended, and the panel I want to go to is like on the other side of the convention building. I am trying to walk
2: out right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only trying.
4: problem I have is my costume so far has not been allowing me to wear my glasses, so it's like I can't see anything. <laughs> but you know it. that you, you look fabulous, so.
2: yes, yes. So either so. you have to get yeah, contact lenses, corrective LASIK or PRK surgery. Yeah, but
4: I've got some or, we'll so. or I
3: just
1: deal with it.
4: Yes.
3: So
2: Absolutely. I mean it's up to you
1: there. I remember the year I had to get from the vendor hall at Phoenix Comic Con uh, all the way upstairs, out of the building, down the street to the, whichever hotel it was, the Renaissance, I think, in a gorilla suit, uh, (laughs) because I was going to be doing some cockfighting, and it was 114 degrees outside, and (laughs) I did not smell very nice for the rest of the day. Oh, no. Yes.
4: Yes. Uh, so uh, You always come prepared with spray on the other end. Yes. Yeah. Sure. You may smell like a douche, but at least
1: you smell like a douche enough. A douche in the yoga. Yes. 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 That's in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you're all here. You're still coming panels at uh, whatever time it is on uh, Sunday. So uh, dedication. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, it's hardly a It's not all weekend.
0: Absolutely. It's very true. Yes.
1: So, uh should kick things off, and uh, yeah. yes. where are we going to start? Let's start
3: at any other end. Who are, you, are you, sir, and, and why are you here? Hi everybody, so my name is uh, Brian Haas. I am a film programmer at Film Bar in Phoenix. Uh, I've been a film critic for the better part of three decades at this point. Um, i been uh, writing for a very, very long time at this point, um, even longer than you know professionally. Uh, and. Uh, this, was, uh, this has been my first conference in two years, which has been awesome because I certainly miss this for sure. Uh, I am Cameron D. Blackwell, I uh, write gay,
4: sci-fi, horror, and urban fantasy fantasy stories. Um, I think that, that's amazing uh, just because that's sort of like a niche that has yet to be filled and or you know optimized. And uh, yeah, I've been writing since I was like nine, really got into it around 14, uh, and just been going on ever since. Uh, I write a sci-fi series called Perils of Space, which is basically uh, a wonderful gay romp through space. Um, and uh, I've got six books out, uh, nine written, three more being planned. And, uh, and I also make lovely, lovely lined notebooks as well. Um, this is my personal one because it's my personal favorite Alex <laughs> And I'll
2: uh, show you. Uh, well, my name is Heshe Leontes. This is my first convention. I am a newly published author as of last month. My book... Uh, thank you. Um, so the first book I have in my series <clears throat> right now is called Plague Doc Inc. vs. Plague Magic. And the premise was something that I sort of came up with when I was trying to explain the background story for my live-action role-play character, the Plague Doctor. And the concept is magic causes madness. And you are now in a world in which magic causes insanity upon the people who use it. However, the only way to combat magic is with magic. And that brings us forth the plague doctors who are both greatly appreciated and greatly despised by the rest of human populace.
4: Um,
2: So thank you for having me here and I hope you enjoy the convention.
1: And I'm Halastel, I am a writer, film critic, I write books about film, uh, I also have a film festival where I program lots of genre film up in Phoenix, uh, I co-chair a science fiction fantasy convention up in Phoenix called CocoCon, and I run Arizona Fandom, which is where you can find out everything, hopefully, about uh, fandom in the state conventions, authors, groups, whatever. Uh, so that is me. And again, yeah, thank you all for coming. Do we have a moderator? Is somebody designated, or do we? I'm totally fine with moderating. Oh, well, okay. Over to you, you. sir. I'm totally fine with you taking on the moderator. All right, cool. So
3: we're here to talk talk about binging, which is probably one of everybody's favorite uh, things to do, especially right now. Um, I've certainly had plenty of time to uh, binge things uh, in the last two years. (laughs) Caught up on a lot of stuff that I've been meaning to watch. Um, And yet my pile still seems to grow, Uh, I don't, I I, I joke all the time that I will die with a giant pile of things that I intended to read or watch
1: or whatever, you know, I just, I've I've accepted it at this point. Um, It it seems very strange to wish uh, wish you that your piles will continue to grow, but
3: but but they will and, uh, and and I'll be sad that I won't be able to like, get to them all but uh, someday you know on my deathbed it's like ah, but only if I could have watched thanks killing three that's what that's, time is for darling you know it's
2: when you're tired you don't actually have to work and you just say like could I write or do I continue watching the show
3: yeah
2: I think I'll watch a show I mean I'm, I'm old enough now to where they can wait for me
3: <laughs> totally um, and so um, there are so many streaming services now. It's not even funny. Like I'm finding new ones that I love all the time. Um, I just discovered Night Flight Plus the other day, or the other week, or whatever it was, um, where they're showing the old Night Flight episodes from the '80s. And you might be old enough to remember that. How um, I don't know it. Oh, it? You, oh, well, you were probably not in the states then. Maybe. No, not in the states. What's um, the Night so Night Flight was like uh, this uh, overnight show on USA um, where they just showed like. Weird exploitation horror sci-fi genre stuff. Um, That was like a little bit later. Um, That was up all night, Um, and so Night Flight was. It didn't have a host. It was just sort of like um, a disembodied voice hosted it. You know, Um, and it played like music videos and just like. Basically, whatever content was available in 1984, that they're just like, please, we need something to put on overnight, you know. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, well, we'll play Fish Heads or you know, like whatever weird shit that you have out there. Um, Bambi versus Godzilla, you know, all these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's a, it's a very short film. It's a so very you, short I film. Imagine Bambi winning. <laughs> well, I, I would root for Bambi. <laughs> yeah, it uh, does not end well. Um, but <laughs> no, 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 no. sorry, I don't want to spoil things, but. Um, But um, now there are many different options uh, that are available uh, for streaming and all of them love this model now, just dropping it all at once. Uh, There's almost, I mean, the networks are really the only ones that do, like the episodic, you know, like drops really anymore. Um, And so, uh, you know, it's not unusual to just wake up one morning and there's ten new episodes of Lock and Key to one watch, you know, exactly, which I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, But the first season is excellent, so I'll I'll talk about that later. Um, But with Netflix and Hulu and Shudder and all of them sort of bidding for, you know, content. Um, a lot of them realized, like, let's just make our own content, you know, that we can keep, um, that we don't have to license, you know, and um, it's like uh, just a, you know, like an added bonus still, whatever streaming service that you have. And so there's a million great streaming, sur- and Netflix is like, you know, still sort of the king, and has some of the best like streaming, you know, like bingeable streaming stuff yeah. still. Yes. But that's because Netflix has. You know, just dump trucks of money. So it's like, you know, of course, yeah, we'll buy Squid Games from South Korea. Sure, why not? Because we got you know all this money, and, and maybe it'll be a hit. Oh, it is. Okay, cool. You know, so.
2: They just are now just creating their own things. So soon enough, we'll have no actual natural movie producers in Hollywood. We'll just have their own
3: belonging to Netflix. Yeah. At this point. Or Hulu or mm-hmm. HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. See, I discovered HBO Max. Oh, this, love HBO Max. This month
4: because when it came out, my my roommate at the time, she created a uh, profile for me, and I just kind of forgot about it. I'm like, I don't have HBO Plus or HBO Max. And then my cell service is like, oh, you get HBO Max for free. Oh, fantastic. And I logged in on my laptop, and it still remembered my old roommate's password. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I get to watch all these cool movies at the same time as they're in the theater. but right now, I'm just kind of binging uh, season eleven of Doctor Who because I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, it used, they all used to be on Netflix, and now they're on. And now the new season has started, but it's on another streaming service. Yep. And like, HBO. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, AMC. ABC, AMC Plus. America.
3: There's yeah. AMC Plus. Um, Why you hate us? Yeah, um, there's even like a lot of really good free streaming services now. Like uh, Kino Cult is a brand yes. new one that it's uh, done on advertising. Tubi is the Tubi. best thing going, and it's It's, so for, it's completely stuff. free. Um, I'm doing Pluto TV. Pluto yes. is amazing. Pluto TV um, sponsored one of our events um, in Phoenix uh, over the. Um, Halloween weekend, they've been having a windfall, you know, like it's been great for Pluto TV the last two years because people are, you know, looking for stuff to watch. Exactly. Yes. Um, and so like they've got all the old fun bingeable stuff like Mystery Science Theater 3000, you know, and like stuff that you're used to. Classic Doctor Who. Classic Doctor Who, um, and like it's just, it's all free, which is Amazing. You know, so I think like, I think the question for the panel was uh, to
1: binge or not to binge and it sounds like everybody on that side of the table <laughs> as well is to binge. Uh, oh for you know, sure. Let's talk about it. So a <laughs> yes. to, well, to um, binge or not to binge. I
2: mean I'm more of binge when it comes to actually reading something. I tend to save some sort of T V activities with my spouse so that way it's a bit more of a group activity because why just, you know, watch it by yourself when all you can have is just your own personal opinions about like, oh I like that. Yes, that was cool. Or very, it's just very like you, the amount of you know investment time that you get, you know, I invest as so much time for this amount of entertainment. But if someone else with you, then you have at least 15 minutes and a half an hour time afterwards to talk about it, to theorize about things, to realize, oh, I didn't think about that. Yes, and then have a whole new tangent line of things to think about down the line. But with reading, um, at this point, I've mostly been stuck upon the you know, like web novels or uh, light novels from animes upon things because I once I know the animes, like I want more. And then that's what I start binging because reading is definitely more upon the solo act, and so yes, I think it just depends upon media, upon which I'm binging, and also it's a matter of does it hold my interest, and also is it something that I can do while doing other things because I'm one of those people who I, I get very bored from sitting down for too long, and I will be like, I'm enjoying the show, but because I've been sitting here for three hours plus watching um, so much Spider-So What, I need to do something else now. <laughs> But I can't continue watching so much bar so what because I unfortunately can't understand, you know, Japanese just being shouted at me. I have to read the subtitles, so then I have to switch to something else that I can listen to and not feel as though I'm going to miss out by not having visuals. So then I just turn to my old Reliable, which I've already watched too many times, uh, The Great British Baking Show because... <laughs> yeah. I get to listen to them. It's a nice, cheerful sort of thing. It's not the whole cutthroat, you are a terrible cook. No, at the very end, they're all hugging each other. We love you. And it does give you some very good ideas. Upon things to bake, I'm going to be stealing one of the um, cake ideas and using it uh, where you make a... It's birthday cake, to where you make a cake of the person whose birthday it is, and then you scream as you behead the person. <laughs> 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 and that's what we're going to be doing for my spouse uh, this year because they hate traditional cake.
1: So it inspires you to to bake things.
2: A little bit, yes. Um, I'm not all the biggest cook in the world, but when I see something cool, like I can use that for this brand new situation or just inspiration for something
1: else. Yeah, I, I don't watch those shows because they don't inspire me to bake, they inspire me to eat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only issue, yes. And that's probably why I can only binge on them via Audible sound, because then I don't look at it and go, like, oh, I want one too now. I, I can do the dishes, not pay attention to it, but still have the Audible entertainment. And that's how I usually deal with bingeing. And then once I know that, it's like, okay, I've done something physical, I've done something active. I feel as though I've accomplished something in my life. Now I can go back to just being a blob.
4: Yeah,
1: it's, it's an achievement. Yeah, thank you for bringing up books because I think we all think, you know, we we binge TV, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a show, it's a season, it's there all at once. We go for it. And I, I kind of did that anyway before streaming. I did it with you know DVDs or, or VHS before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I binge TV a lot, and I watch with my wife, so you know we're we're able to bicker at each other about what's happening as we yes. go. Um, yeah, usually during rather than after. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, hey, well, will you wait until after. But no, sometimes. no, she tells me who did it. You know, right at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: after, and <laughs> yes, and during. Well, and, and <laughs> after
1: is you got time for another one, or do we have to sleep? You know, <laughs> so, so we just roll straight into the next.
2: Well, in regards to your whole thing about you actually, you know, wait till afterwards, the thing is that my spouse will try to start talking to me at the show, like, yes, yes, I do agree upon that, but I want to see what happens next, so shut up, we'll talk we'll, about we'll, we'll <laughs> <later." laughs> But then that turns into a, oh, we, this reminds me of another movie that you need to watch because I have a longer list of movies for you to catch up upon. So we're now watching this, but the discussion we're going to have, no, we're watching this now, and so then it turns into a whole new marathon, of new things to watch. And then the original attempt finishing one show just ends up dying halfway, and we'll get back to that a week later, perhaps, as we go down this new side path, rabbit hole, up a new thing to binge
1: upon. Did you just pitch a new reality show? Because i would watched it. But would you binge it? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Because I only binge shows. I, I used to. Uh, in, when I once I got to the states and we had all of these channels. Because in England I had, um, it was three channels when I was young then it became four and then it became five and then i didn't get satellite or whatever we had and then i got rid of the tv so i, I just stopped watching tv unless it was on video mm-hmm. but i moved to the states and you know we've got 200 channels or something uh you know I'm and searching a thing I had a dvr to be able to record this stuff I, I ended up realizing that we were becoming slaves to the dvr because mm-hmm. uh, yes. we we'd map out the 23 shows we're going to record this right. week, and it would be full <laughs> by thursday so now we've got to watch all of this so that we can free the space to be able to record stuff tonight Oof. and i hated that Pressure. absolutely um, hated that and because we kept failing yeah and um and that's so, book, so <laughs> what we we no we uh we crunched the numbers and realized that if we ditched cable and we bought the box sets of DVDs of all the shows we watch at the end of the season it would cost about half as much money as we were currently paying and we didn't have love. to worry about the DVR Probably. it wouldn't matter what are we gonna watch we're gonna watch this and we'll just watch all the way through it and yep. there's no commercials don't have to skip and you know we don't get three weeks off because it's basketball season or something <laughs> and you know and it was great so we were binging there and then when streaming came along, it was, it was natural. Um, yeah. Oh, they just dump this on there, cool, let's try that. You know, 27 episodes later. Yes,
2: oh, you reminded me with the whole VCR commentary about my mother. Uh, every single summer there was a Winter Olympics thing going on. We could not touch the TV because she had to have a figure skating. <laughs> oh! And I was just like, I want to watch this show. No, no one will touch the TV, and I will know if you touched it because, then I'll have evidence. <laughs> we've
1: got to watch the curling, you know. Yes. <laughs> curling. <laughs> That's so, That's so exciting. exciting. So oh, we got a question. So What's what coming? What a series, like a book series,
0: that you guys have been?
1: Oh, I'll kick in here. I, I review books at a nameless zine, shameless plug. Uh, which is an online easy to that publishes monthly. So I'm doing a lot of binging in a monthly sense. So I, I got sent the latest Pip and Flicks book by Alan Dean Foster. And I have read that and I, I kind of liked it. And I thought, you know, hang on, did I read some of these when I was 13? I think I kind of did because they're on the shelf, but I don't remember. So I'm gonna go back and I'm going to work through the series. And then I came to the realization that the Pip and Flink's books are just part of the Humane's Commonwealth series. So I found myself doing all 26. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So now I'm doing a lot of run-throughs. And it's kind of a binge without, you know, multiple binges. So I'm like doing... Like you
0: said, Netflix made it pretty much seamless yeah but i don't hear a lot about people binging on books or series
3: one of my favorite things has been um marvel and dc releasing their um their digital versions of the comics and so like because i collected comics a lot when i was a kid and then like you just get to a point where you're like i like girls and going out (laughs) and drinking you know and i don't have as much money for comic (laughs) books anymore um and so um Like I've been able to go back and catch up on like series that you know, especially ones that are getting like you know adapted and utilized for uh, all the different you know the the smart ones anyway. You know, like Marvel's like we've got a thousand stories. Why don't we just use the stories we already have? Why why reinvent the wheel every time? You know, Um, and so you can go back and sort of see like the more expanded version of that. Um, That's been really nice, and those are pretty those are pretty reasonable. I think it's like ten bucks. Each or something like that and you get like rotating new comic books and stuff like that so that's been kind of fun
2: uh, for me I am much more of a weeb i than actually hardcore science fiction individual so I also discovered web students recently yeah. 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 yes yes yeah. Uh, i have yeah. actually born um, into Thunderworld world um, huh. but um so I'm sure you guys have seen the the remarried Empress Yes. 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 So all the emotional <gasps> hatred towards Sovio for dumping someone brilliant for this whiny little rasha girl. Um don't worry, she has her come up with this, uh but you know, and, I mm-hmm. couldn't wait for the stuff to go on with the Webtoon comic releasing it's once originally twice, but now just once a week. I was like Where can I find more? And I saw somebody mention, oh yeah, the light novel. And I'm like, where? (laughs) And so when I have my first round of, you've been potentially exposed to COVID, go into lockdown for two weeks. I was like, finding (laughs) the the (laughs) Remarried Empress light novel, Korean English translations. Eventually I found one that had all the way to chapter 400 and something, but it hasn't actually updated since July, sadly. I did not go to. I started reading at like nine o'clock in the morning, and I did not go to sleep until about four thirty, and I still hadn't finished it. Oh. <laughs> and that was after I passed out. <laughs> do, oh. do you ever
1: keep up? I mean, the, the web comics and webtoons, whatever, they're, they're published on a set frequency, right?
2: Yeah, it's actually pretty easy because... Do you do,
1: you, do you wait and, and get the new one every time, or do you just forget about it for six months and go, oh, holy crap, I've got 47 <laughs> <then probably> <laughs> weeks' worth.
2: So, I mostly, uh, my nightly routine usually involves me just lying in bed, you know, trying to do a little duolingo to try to improve myself, and then afterwards I just read, you know, the comics that I like to follow up on a uh, weekly basis because they release, you know, some release on Monday, others Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so I always have something new to read. But there are times where I lose interest within one, and I'll just you know just dump it off to the side. But later on, when I finished all my current things, because they finally reached their end, like I need something new to read, because how else will I be entertained? And they're like, oh, I was following this at one point, and oh look at that, there's like thirty new chapters. (laughs) Well, then I don't think I have anything important going on right now. (laughs) Do I? No.
1: Yeah, that's totally how I do it. I read XKCD online. I read Oglaf and a couple others, but I, I don't follow any of them. I don't even know what their schedule is for <laughs> new 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 content. I just go there periodically. You know, I've got half hour. I'm not doing anything. What's a XKCD been up to? Oh, work all the way back. You know, I used to read Order of the Stick,
3: back uh, and,
4: and uh, I would just because I think when I jumped in, there was like so much. I had him, I was like, oh, cool, I'll never run out of material. And then I just kind of dropped out. And then I'm like, when I remember it again, I'm like, oh, crap, I don't remember where I left off. Oh, yes. Start all over again. <laughs> oh, that's such a cool thing. I have to
2: restart over, just like you never remember, just like a Harry Potter sort of feel. Like, there are parts you go, like, oh, yes, I remember that scene Harry Potter. I like that scene. I'm going to reread that just for men- all my sake. And then you, just, you find that you just continue on to read like how did I get back to book seven? I've read that thing like ten times <laughs> now. Oh well, now I'm at
4: eleven. Well, uh, a series that I binge when back when I could read um, was the uh, The Myth Adventures. Uh, it's oh okay. uh, by uh, Robert Asprin. Uh, uh, yeah, and that that was a really good series. And they were like really short stories, but they were also kind of episodic. And I'm like, I'm, I love that. Um, I don't know if you are familiar with that series, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I heard it was uh, Hiddle Myth. <laughs> ha! I read that one. That was... Yeah, it was one of the titles. <laughs> it was <laughs> one of the titles, yes. <laughs> Little Myth Marker, and I, I just love puns, so it's amazing, but I, I don't know where to find them. Every now and then I'll go into Bookman's and I'll like, oh, they have that one, but it's not the, the one that I need to read right now. Oh, book thirty-four, and I don't have book thirty-three yet. Dresden Files is is another one that I used to binge. Yes, here's Anthony
0: novels. Hmm. Here's Anthony novels. Yeah. The Zant series. I don't know why. You want to talk about puns? A spear mint. It's a little piece of mint with a spear. Yay! Square candies will look round. Oh, which one?
2: Square candies will look round.
3: Oh. (laughs) Um, what about, like, some of the series that you like to bench, like watching them? Yeah,
4: yeah. Also uh, I'm currently benching Doctor Who season 11, um, and I, I also like to binge Fringe, <laughs> I love that. Binge Fringe. Binge Fringe. Um, or, um, and, but the thing is, is I always choose the most inopportune times to start binging. So like, if I know that I need to be at work at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'll just start benching at 1, you know, or, uh, or even if I don't have anything to do. I, I'm a night person, even though I have to be awake during the day, but I really get more energy at night. So I will start watching something at like 8 or 9 o'clock. Next thing I know, it is 7 a.m. I'm like, oh, but I did get through two seasons of whatever.
1: <laughs> I had that with 24. Uh, Oh, when I first saw, Twenty, I think it was first season and uh, my roommate at the time back in England and I watched 24 and I don't think we realized that, you know, you don't have to watch it in 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) But it certainly seemed that way, you know, we watched, I don't know, 12 and and it's like, oh crap, we've got to go to work. (laughs) We haven't slept yet. Um, Okay, we can do that next
4: week. And the fun thing is that when it was on uh, the air, it was in real time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, we tried to do that. Uh, we tried to binge, watched uh, 24 and 24 hours, and we realized, oh, they made allowances for the commercials, so it's not really, really? time <laughs> <20 laughs> hours. <Yeah>. So, it's <laughs> easy to watch in 24 hours. It's yeah. only 20 and a half or right. something. Yeah, yes
2: bathroom breaks no food runs real fast.
4: Exactly. And that's only but you can't go while the episode is going. you have to wait until the next episode. I'm oh, sure you could pause, but it's not in real time at like that point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's old school, you know. Where you you, know, you you go to the bathroom during a commercial, yes. and you go get it's your. It's back old. <laughs> Don't want to be jumping over
0: the
3: couch and stuff. it's tell who has siblings. Yeah, <exactly>. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hands still around your ankles as you're like, I can wipe
2: later.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: That's
4: right. I'm sitting there. No, it's your turn to get the popcorn.
3: Um, One of the things I've really enjoyed about just the prevalence of streaming is been the availability of everything because, like, I don't know about you, but I didn't watch all 200 and whatever episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was, like, that was, you know, like, syndicated, and who knows? I mean, you know, like, you talk about, oh, well, uh, there was a football game on that weekend, so it got bumped to, like, 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday night, and, you know, suddenly I'm, like, two episodes out or something. You know, and, like, some uh, series, it didn't really matter. That's, you know, one where you can just sort of jump in mm-hmm. wherever, but, like, i really sort of appreciated uh, the availability of some of the old series, like The Twilight Zone, is one yes, that I yes. love to revisit. And just realize we just talked about Twilight uh, Zone episodes on my podcast recently. Uh, we normally do movies, but we uh, sort of um, you know went on that because like they're all available now on I think it's paramount plus i did one of the services has all of them and then certain services have certain seasons of you know like i think who has like two seasons of the twilight zone and it's kind of crazy um, to see like how licensing rights you know work and you see like oh yeah we've got season one and two but we don't have three and four which were like the hour-long episodes or you know the, the weirder episodes or whatever um But I really appreciated the ability to go back and see some of those because, like, I, you know, like everybody remembers as a kid, at least I certainly do, like when you missed, um, certainly one where it was like important, like uh, the X-Files or something mm-hmm. like that, where you missed an episode and you're like, fuck. You're like, I just, <laughs> I'm lost forever, you know, I'm just going to have to wait till the episode comes back around And yes. like, you know, uh, the summer or whatever. Right, the
4: repeat season. Yeah, right. exactly. And um, hope we, that I catch it. That doesn't it exist anymore now. Right. Yeah, that totally nice. doesn't exist anymore. Because no, now they just create new content for whatever. Yep. And like that's why like uh, Survivor has like eighteen thousand seasons, even though it's only been on for like ten years. But
3: one of the things I like about the the no like off season anymore is that they've been taking chances on shorter runs of television series to do like ten episode series and what uh, you know, which is a more realistic I mean season to me anyway. Like twenty four episodes you know the, the, the idea of that anymore seems ridiculous like I see 15 episodes in a series and I'm like this better be a good series because if not I'm not getting past like two episodes you know like. see
4: that used to really tick me off like I liked my 22 24 episode seasons because like if I'm gonna pay $50 to buy a, a season set mm-hmm. there better be a lot of episodes on there and now there's like, oh, we have six episodes. I'm like, okay, I get that the British thing is, like, they have a smaller budget, okay. But America has no excuse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it
0: caused tighter storytelling. Like,
4: and and, and once true. I realized that, I'm like, yes. Okay, cool. I don't need fifteen episodes of filler within only yeah. the beginning and the end of the seasons are really important. Right? Think think of like Lost. Right? Like uh. how
3: much filler there was. Oh. You know, especially I mean, once you get past the first season, mm. like seasons three through or two through six or whatever, are all filler until they get to the end. You know, mm. so it's like they sometimes run into that uh, problem of like you have a hit series now. What do you do? Mm. You know, it's like we didn't really think this out to like long term and mm. like. We had like twenty episodes mapped out, real good. You know, like we knew how to hook everybody, and it's just like, what do we do now?
0: But then the you other know. reverse happening. Like Lovecraft Country was mm-hmm. phenomenal, but HBO was yeah, just like, well, that. it's done after one season, mm-hmm. and you're like. It could so have a second. Season. Oh, sure, yeah,
1: so much more story. And it wasn't even like Mandy Patinkin was in it and killed it off because he yeah. left. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love that one? Dead like like every every yeah. other show. <laughs> like yeah. also, uh, wasn't there like a, a CSI esque one? Yeah, that was one of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, we we learned that one in Britain a long time ago because we you know when you watch it a Miss Marple season, the six episode, you you already thinking you know how many people are going to get murdered in this town of twelve people? Right? <laughs> uh, you know, it's a pretty <laughs> deadly village. You know, and, and you guys do the remake and it's twenty four episodes. Yeah. So it's like oh <laughs> great, there's no be left.
4: Well, yeah. I'm also currently binging Midsummer Murders. When you talk about uh huh. Oh, i haven't started yet
3: but i know it's oh my goodness like seasons now
4: there's 22 seasons uh-huh and like epis, and each episode is like a movie like uh oh, right. like, like they did with sherlock yep. where like sure there's few episodes but you're getting more bang for your buck so they're like two hours like, each episode is a movie basically and it's right. amazing and people just keep moving there and dying <laughs>
2: midsummer
4: series midsummer murders yes murders. okay
2: that's interesting i actually recently watched um uh midnight mass has. Oh yeah, midnight mass was really good. Yeah. Uh it intrigued my spouse because um if it I know this isn't like, he's he's he saw he's like, oh, it must be, you know, sort of a Christian thing, you know, whatnot. I, it'll be interesting to <laughs> see. Yeah, so, so he's like, well, you know, the fact that we're doing a traditional midnight mass, it might have some, you know, interesting historical points to it, playing back to some of the old stuff. So historically, I'll watch it. And he's like, wait a moment, this doesn't seem quite what I'd imagined. Looked around, so I'm like, oh, it's been bad by those communities. Well, then, that's made it so much more interesting. Um, <laughs> hey, Hesha, get over here. <laughs>
1: Hey, question that came out of that because because I haven't seen Midnight Mass yet, but I know I will because it's a Mike Flanagan series, and right. I love what Mike Flanagan does every time. Every he pack, does it. Everything so uh, right. you know, ever since Absenceure, which I still think is the best horror movie of the past forever. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm automatically going to watch it because him. Do you choose what you want to binge on the basis of what your chosen? streaming channel tells you is is new or do you seek stuff out and say no i'm gonna watch midnight mass because it's a mike planet. show
4: a little bit of both yeah i agree a little bit of both um i have this whole thing where hating things that are popular is kind of my personality yes (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get out of that because it's not a personality but I, I keep hearing people talk about Midnight Mass or Squid Game, and like I think I'll wait until the fervor has died down five years guess. later, and then I'm like, oh
0: my god, this show is brilliant, why is nobody talking about it? Yeah. I would also recommend that you wait to watch Squid Game, because so many Korean-American translators have come out saying that they are the translators who worked on the show completely miss the nuance of mm-hmm. the, the, trans, like, the translations. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that characters say, and they say it in a way that is like, and there's one character that goes I didn't go to like I'm not very smart I didn't go to school but I think I can figure this out whereas like if you actually understand Korean what she says is like we couldn't afford to go to school but I know I'm very smart right. which is talking about the classism and I think I've been waiting for it because I used to live in Korea I've been waiting well, for it forever what I've heard
1: about that because I've read a lot about that uh, there's, there's actually three versions on It's Netflix, right? Yep, it's Netflix. Yeah, there's three versions on Netflix. If you watch the dubbed version, it is absolutely as bad as you say.
0: Okay.
1: If you watch what you think is the subtitled version, Mm -hmm. which is actually the closed captioned version, it is absolutely as bad as you say. But if you watch the real subtitled version, which because you've selected that specifically, it's actually pretty good. Okay. All
0: right. Now I'm
1: not. I haven't. Probably watched as much Korean stuff as you. I watch a lot of Korean movies, but uh, I certainly don't speak Korean. But uh, so I can't vouch personally for the the accuracy. But I hear that the the the, the actual subtitle version is much much better than the other ones. If yeah. you want to challenge yourself
0: and you have fifteen minutes, you can learn how to read
2: Korean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fifteen
0: minutes. It's, it's, it's true. It, it actually is. is legit. Yeah. It's just
2: a matter of being able to remember what words actually
0: means what. Ryan Estrada wrote a really good. This is really. You guys could look this up too. Ryan Estrada wrote, wrote the thing of how to learn Korean in fifteen minutes, and he does it like pictograph him. So there's like one that looks like a gun, and it makes like yep. a cut or yeah sound. And he's I like, had that
4: brown. bookmarked on my for <laughs> years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to learn. I was one of the. Oh, I, I, I
1: will check that out. Yeah. Ryan Estrada.
0: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. great
1: because I love Korean movies. Love oh, Korean movies. Too. It's one of my favorite. You should uh, try the uh, barbecue. barbecue.
3: It's fantastic. We'll yeah. never go back to American barbecue for again. Reviews. The lobby uh, no, there's geez. a real like there's a real hollywood quality to it i think because you know we've been occupying korea for like 50 years 60 years whatever now um and so i think some of that is you know some of the american um entertainment has sort of
0: rubbed off on them a little bit so. I mean yes and no Snowpiercer was phenomenal and they wouldn't even let it have an American the director wouldn't let it have an American release because American Hollywood kept trying to cut 15 30 minutes out of it he's all like nope this is standalone baby it's all included
1: yeah.
0: so I was the crazy person in Korea going you've never heard of Snowpiercer <laughs> <laughs>
1: anything he does it, well I mean there's yeah, Bong of hate, but anything yeah. a Bong Joon Hong does, but also uh, Sang Kong, uh, who's the, the Korean star? Sang. Oh, um, oh, uh, yeah. And he's in. Uh, he's done show. a lot of Park Chan Wook films. Yes. And, and is its it,
0: is it Jin Ho?
1: Song Kang Ho, I think. Song Kang Ho? Yeah. Yeah, anything he does is brilliant. I mean, just automatic.
2: Yeah, no, that actor's been so I actually like the point that you bring up with the subtitles as a fact. So that's sort of another question I think we bring along to the whole binging portion because there are those who will be like, I want the dubbed version always because you know, I don't want to have to read while I'm trying to be entertained. And then there are those who are like, No, I want the closest translation as possible to what it says because again the nuances. Like when I I grew up watching Scripted Away purely in English, but then I watched it one day in Japanese when I finally you know got good at reading and I was like this actually explains a lot more, I mean the text doesn't change all that much, but just the change to the words that they use just brings so much more clarity and understanding to the situation.
3: Uh, I really honestly think that the inflection of the actors' voices, you know, yeah. like I have to hear it, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't care that it's in another language, right, I, I've gotten good enough at this point that I, you know, can read and listen at the same time, um, but like... I need to hear how they're delivering those lines to see like you know the impact that it's supposed to have um, on matters it does. really does and it so it, it really does sort of lose some of its impact especially with the nuance that you're talking about where like you know, they translate it, yes that's
1: kind of what they're saying but it's not really what they're saying yes. you know? um, when, and so, I, when I started seriously getting into anime at one point uh, I, I found that there's also subtitles and subtitles yeah. and there's, there's releases and releases I got into a show called Ursa Yasura um, uh, yeah. which I adored and the company that was releasing them in England had subtitles but then there would be sort of cultural notes on the screen in addition to the subtitles. So it's more to read, but you know, as long as you can read it quick enough, it really helps. It used to do that in Korea,
0: their shows, whenever they talk, like if it was a medical show, and they're like, oh, we have to put like a central line in, they'd actually break down what a central line was so people could be learning while they're watching the drama, and I was just like, this is amazing. And then
1: there were notes in the uh, the inner sleeve of the VHS Mm -hmm. tape, so you could read more about this stuff as, you know, in between, and and, yeah, you, you learn, I mean, we we've all got to learn. That's life, right? Mm-hmm. See, Absolutely. I I
4: depend heavily on the subtitles because I have an auditory processing issue. I, I will hear the words, and I know that they're in English, but I don't understand the meaning of the words, or I can't discern what the words are. And so, when they have subtitles, that helps me out um, a lot more. And if and if they don't have subtitles, I'm like, oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, you get you get like. Picky about watching it. I mean, that's why. um, I mean, thirty-five years of listening to punk music, you know, live has not done any, you know, like wonders for my ears. And so, like, I same thing. You know, like, I turn the subtitles on now for even the English stuff.
1: Yeah, I have that problem, but only because I'm an Englishman living in America. (laughs) I know these are words. I recognize the words. What what do they mean here? Um, And we do the same thing when
4: we watch British shows. Like, okay. Okay, because you've got Ireland and Scotland all up in there. I'm like, okay. And they're all in there together. I'm like, what is anybody saying? <laughs> <than> anybody?
3: <laughs> and then All of a sudden, you get Welsh in there, and you're like, what? what is going on? I don't even really know what's going on just anymore. just the
4: different
0: parts of England. You've got like, the Cockney accent. You've got Lancashire. Link, 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 Link,
3: Link.
1: Lancashire. Lancashire yeah. and thank,
0: Lancashire. Yeah, thank
1: you. See? Uh, so, there's accents all over the place. There was, there was a, yeah. a TV show uh, called, uh, when I was growing up called Alphavidezine Pet. And it was a drama, comedy drama set in Germany and the cast were all English bricklayers. Yeah. And they each one came from a different part of the country and had a completely different accent. Oh. And my mother loved the show and she could never understand a word that Jimmy Nail said <laughs> because he's from Newcastle and he's got a, a thick Geordie accent. And it's, it's very, I mean, I can't imagine Americans trying to read it. She, she couldn't understand it and, and she's English. Um, until she, till he sings because it turns out he's a country singer and he sings he's crystal clear you can understand <laughs> that's always an interesting thing about uh, English singers
4: is like okay when they talk accent and then when they sing like where's the accent
0: mm-hmm. yes yes I'm sorry some of you might be sorry that wasn't a
1: starter joke though sorry
0: <laughs>
1: all right so one one last question actually that that came to mind have you have you become a cropper with uh, with a binging show, we're, we're sort of bouncing into it right now with Stargate. We're, we're, oh. We've figured out the right order to watch, <laughs> uh, which gets complicated Right. because you do seven seasons, well you do the movie, then you do seven seasons of Stargate SG-1, then you start alternating Stargate, uh, sorry, Stargate SG-1 and then Atlantis mm-hmm. episode for episode uh, uh, for two years, then you switch and you alternate Atlantis with SG-1 for one year. <laughs> And we've just uh, got to the uh, uh, then we've got to the end of that, and the next thing we're supposed to watch is the feature, uh, one of the, the to Video features, and and it's really annoying because when we're alternating, we're watching SG1 on Netflix, yeah, After Truth, yeah, Orca Truth. Orca Truth. Uh, we're watching SG1 on Netflix. Then we're dropping out of Netflix to go to Hulu to watch uh, Atlantis on Hulu, and as we've got into season ten and season three respectively. They're popping things up on the screen saying only on Hulu until November oh. the 30th. Oh. And it's, oh, come on. And Arc of Truth is not anywhere, I don't think. So,
0: you uh, to, you can, I
1: have that one, I think so I just Well, I just pirated it. So, so uh, just <laughs> what I
0: have noticed about Stargate and how it makes it circles, it spends a year, six months to a year on Amazon, six months to a year on. Netflix and then they bounce back and forth. Yeah,
1: but now it's all been bought by, I think it's MGM, and uh, MGM okay. being bought by um, uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Amazon. So now it's all coming off Netflix and Hulu and it's all going to go on to something. I think Amazon Prime, okay.
3: probably.
4: Okay. But, but there'll be a gap,
1: DVD, so, you know, yeah. I am not bothered. <laughs> I got
0: sick and tired of looking for <laughs> Cena, and I just bought all the digital seasons. Yep. I was like, nah, I'm done.
1: Yeah, I know. I said I said pirate, but now I don't have to pirate those things because they're available. Right. They're released. They're on. They're on this. Yeah, it used to be if
3: you wanted some of these things, you had to steal them. Right. <laughs> yes,
0: I still <laughs> have pirate copies of things. Yeah. Yep. But they're there when you need
3: them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we brought it on ourselves though, because we walked around for years going why do I have to pay cable? I want to just pay for the channels I want. And we were not specific enough about how we wanted it to work. And and the problem is is now,
4: (laughs) there's so much content out there now. Like, we are being bombarded at all, and everything looks great, but I can't afford five different streaming streaming services. Like, I'm angry that I, if I want to see the new season of Doctor Who, I have to get AMC+. I don't want to do that when the other 12 seasons are over here at HBO
1: Max. There is a solution for this, by the way. Uh, Slightly more complicated in your circumstance, but you can still make it work. You need to acquire kids, (laughs) <laughs> um, and they need to acquire kids and each of them buys a different service
0: i have an alternative solution me and a group of friends we each pay for one if you want to jump in and then share the other share our year. passwords Thank with everyone you. so if you want to jump in on that i think we're looking for someone to cover our pool there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to guilt kids than friends they but the same principle one. works yeah 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 person in charge of a different Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one you yeah, share so is amazon prime you cannot share amazon prime because everybody has to be living in the same household yes. yeah well yeah
1: but we can share it with our son who's living in the same household right and he can pay for what's he pay for
0: the Hula. he <laughs> pays for a hulu oh nice and on the disney well the disney plus he's got a better package but actually the other one we're using his Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, because, because the ex girlfriend
1: is using his Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, oh, man, that's complicated. The other option is
3: to keep track of which show you want, and when it finishes, then you sign up for the free trial, and then you binge, which has
0: yes. something to do with this panel. Well, yeah, that's how I yeah. The yeah, we did pick it up that way.
1: Yeah, we got the free trial. Yeah, we did it, prepared the same it. way, too. Yeah. <laughs> Except now there's something else on there, so we got to get another free trial.
4: But
2: then going to, to be then, so that way it's like, oh, you came back. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> so, we didn't, we've talked about books, we've talked about uh, TV series, what about movies? Is there like a movie series that, that you binge? Like, I love benching the, the Hunger Games.
0: My dad benches Harry Potter and all of the Dunes. Um. <laughs> all of the dunes, all of them. <laughs> I know Lord of the Rings is a good popular one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like watch over them and, and also, yes. question
1: with Lord of the Rings: the long ones or the normal variants? Yeah. You mean so, the long ones or the longer ones? ones? Yeah. Yeah. Long or longer? <laughs> the long
0: ones or the? All I don't like know is they come in a box set. <laughs> <laughs> they all do. That's uh, all I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, Does a single movie come mean. in a
4: box set? I will absolutely we bench come watch be this, I think it's like okay.
0: All right. So those
3: are the long longer ones. One.
0: <laughs> uh, I will absolutely bench watch all of the Alien Culture Trilogy and Alien versus Predator, both yeah. the requiem. I don't care. I will watch Prometheus. I will watch them all.
2: Jason Voorhees, um, Halloween. Uh,
3: thank you. Chucky. Um, Chucky's I mean, my favorite. Because of oh, yeah, Chucky. you, I'm binging Chucky next yes. yeah, week. I
0: heard that the TV show is actually surprisingly good. Yeah, well,
3: so Don Castorelli, who's the um, the writer and director of many of the... He's been... the sa- It's been the same guy for the whole time. Oh, wow. And that's why... When you see like Jason or Michael or Freddie, it's so hit or miss from, you know, like episode to episode. I call them episodes because they really kind of are. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's a different creative team they all want to put their spin on it. Whereas Don's like, I got the mythology, I got, you know, like this whole like universe. Like he was one of the first per- people to ever like do the universe, you know, before it was really even a thing. Gene Rodberry he-
0: wasn't.
3: Oh, well, sure. I mean, oh, but. Okay. Um, Like it really was sort of like the idea of like having a self-contained universe inside of like a movie was sort of a novel idea at the time, and um, like he was somebody that saw if I just show the consistency, you know, I can do whatever I want with, and I can get crazy if I want. Have you seen *Cena Chucky*? Holy, (laughs) like that! It's amazing though. Like everybody hates it, and I love it, uh, probably because everybody hates it, but. but, yeah, I mean, like, um, I think all of, the, all of the slashers, to some extent, have, like, rewatchability to them, for
1: mm-hmm. sure. I certainly rewatch them all. I, I tend to do it with people, you know, I'll, I'll, you know we'll oh, binge Shonko fan Pran Oh ambas. yeah, that's a good way of uh, doing it too, yeah. Yes,
2: yeah, so yeah, exactly. I think like yeah. that movie binging, is isn't something that generally happens as often because the of fact that you, usually we'll wait one to two years, not longer, for the second movie to come out, upon something else that's really, really popular. It's like, we need to get out now so we can make more money off of this. Mm-hmm. Like again, like The Hunger Games and The Fifty Shades of Korea, I think it was.
4: Yeah. Well, some movies came out consistently, year after
1: year, mm-hmm. like, it only took them probably two weeks to film. <laughs> and they just had to wait for October to come yeah, on. They had a consistent voice. Darren Lynn Balsman did three, four, five, six, I think, you know, so, mm-hmm. so it was ching, 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 ching.
2: Yeah, so again, with binging movies, I think it has to be more upon a sort of group activity where you agree upon it, or there has to be some sort of special event going on to where it, it could be a matter of fact that, hey, we're having this sort of thing with party so we're all going to binge this sort of thing together, you know, sharing the nostalgia. Or just again, been so long since movie one came out, and you're anticipating movie number two. Then okay, we're going to rewatch number one so we can get a refresh upon what yep. happened. And so when movie two comes out at midnight tonight, we're good to go. Yeah,
1: yeah, we did that with Star Wars. You mentioned Star Wars. We did. We went to go see seven. Mm-hmm. So we went and did one, uh, one to six in order. Uh, partly to refresh ourselves because it had been so long for some of them, and partly to watch them with the Jar Jar pieces, the evil Sith overlord, right. the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everything theory, and see if it made sense. Spoiler: it does. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but then we watched seven, and we yeah. 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 Uh, we got around to the others later. But we this, never mind the binging. So
4: mark we, yeah. did that uh, when the seventh one came out. They uh, they had uh, several um, showings. They from start oh, to finish, yeah. it started at like 2.30 in the morning, yep. mm-hmm. and then we sat the through to- all all the way to seven. I was there. It was amazing. Did
0: they put Rogue One in there? Huh? Did they put Rogue One in there when they did that? No. No, they did not. Do you guys also binge podcasts?
3: Or audiobooks? Oh God, yes. yes. A critical role? Yes,
2: yes. I mean, I'm listening to an audiobook, and again, it's more upon the nostalgia of it's been a while since i heard this. So I just need some background noise. I, I feel like this is my mood because I don't buy as many audiobooks as I want to, just because money is fantastic. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, I start with number one of this book. How did it go again? I I recall this theory within book number two, but does that actually make sense of what just happened? I need to listen to that one now, and uh, by this point, I'm already on book number three, so let's go on. Uh,
3: I really love Horror Movie Survival Guide uh, with Julia Marquesi and Terry Campbell. Yeah, podcast. It's great. It's my favorite podcast by far. Um, It's great. They just take one movie and they just dissect it. It used to be like, There was a previous host and they were just like revisiting the movies that they watched when they were um, roommates in college Um, and just like, you know, sort of, and then uh, they brought another person in who's like, let's bring some more modern movies into it too so we can sort of go back and forth between, you know, old and new. Um, I really like the com. What's that? I've been on that (laughs) podcast a few times, so uh, shameless plug for uh, my friend James here. How many episodes now, James?
0: 137? Yes. Yeah,
3: 137 yes um, post-mortem with Mick Garris is amazing yes. and he is like the smartest I mean just a movie guy right I mean he talks horror but like the guy knows everything about movies everything so if you want to like a uh, breakdown of like the whole process from like the first word on the page all the way through post production he will give that to you um, and like Different and like it brings people, different people on, so it's always him just picking somebody's brain about it. So that's really amazing. What was it called
0: again? Sorry. Postmortem. Postmortem. I've yeah, heard.
3: with Mick Garris. Um, it's on. I think it's on Fangoria now. Um, it's bounced around a little bit. Um, do
0: you guys ever do like theatrical ones, like Welcome to Night Vale or um, We Are How, did Alive? Hmm? How did this get
3: made? Is good. How did this get made? Oh. Um, it's it's just a, it's like every what the fuck movie you've ever watched. Oh. <laughs> and oh, it's how no. how did this get made? They talk about it. Right? There was also
0: a podcast that was doing like the movies that won't get made. Like these are movie scripts that have been rejected from Hollywood. So oh, yeah.
3: You're gonna read them uh, I them. mean, there's like for everything that you want, like if you want to talk about the, the best movies that haven't been made, right? There's like a podcast for that, you know? Um, so like there's a lot of like movie stuff out there. Um, Book-wise, I'm trying to think if I really listen to any book podcasts. I don't think I really do. Um,
4: I did the Welcome to Nightvale binge every once every couple of years because uh, Cecil Baldwin is amazing and I love his voice and I got to see him at the Rialto Theater a couple years ago. I was there and that was fun, he was, I, followed him, I followed him everywhere. Uh, on social media, at least.
0: Cecil's not, not doing shows with Cecil anymore. Oh,
4: I, I, I learned that and I was shocked. So, yes. but I I'm figu- I figured it, it's time for him to go anyway.
0: I think he's still doing, he's still doing, he's going to be the voice of Night Vale. He just can't do the shows anymore, I think was what it was. It was just like so exhausting and so draining. Oh,
3: the, the, the live
4: shows? The live shows. Oh, so, yeah. Um,
0: but they said they had a cool format to fix it, but...
3: Um, but, uh, yeah, I love those. Um, I really love the the Joe Bob Briggs revival on Mm Shudder. I think the last drive-in, he's just super passionate about the kind of stupid shit that I love. (laughs) I mean, just all the (laughs) exploitation and um, the gory stuff and um, all that stuff, Um, he like just is encyclopedic. I've talked to that guy in person, we correspond via email, he's super nice in real life. Um, been corresponding for a few years, and uh, he remembers you when you like meet him in person, and uh, and he loves just talking about like the the whole uh, the the entirety of all of Hollywood. He has he does this live show called How Rednecks Saved Hollywood, and he just talks about the you know the South Point South Pointation. It's hard to say <laughs> movies where it was just like really it was like sort of in that little area in between sort of like Texas and Florida, you know, and it would go up to maybe like Tennessee or Kentucky or something like that, uh, but there was just all these movies that were set in that area that you know, just talk about those, and there's Moon movies, and like, the Nudie Cuties that they used to do to get around like the, the obscenity laws, because mm-hmm. yeah, they're documentaries, they're not, it's not a movie, it's a documentary about nudists, you know. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a yes, rabbit hole. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
4: uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's
1: a whole that's dive, like dive a, into Herschel Gordon Lewis. Yeah, Herschel Gordon yeah, Lewis is amazing. Cuties, then right. got into gore flicks. And, yeah. yeah. He did, he
3: was just like whatever's making money right now. I'll do yeah. that. He was a marketing guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Herschel Gordon Lewis was not a filmmaker. He'll tell you. He would tell you that <laughs> when he was alive. He's like, I was a marketing guy, but you know, I knew what I could market. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. they're they're not making gore movies. I'm gonna make gore movies right now. So. I did I not remember that Joe Bob actually tried
0: to stick his uh, toe into the movie
3: I mean, he's always sort of done that a little bit, and um, I think that people forget sometimes that yeah. he does that a little bit, okay. and so... I didn't know. I've never known that
0: about him. I'd always seen him, you know, just do the... Um, what was the word you... He, he tries
3: to stay out of it. He tries to stay above it, because um, I think he leans a little more right than, like, his audience probably yeah, like, does. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was
0: remembering. Thank you. Um,
3: but, like... But you can, I mean, that's fine. We can oh, all yeah. get along and be civil to one another, oh, you know, definitely. and not be definitely. total assholes. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it is possible, if, you know, believe it or not.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, oh, Mary so, <laughs> uh, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I did want to mention um, Channel Zero, I think is a really good, um, it's uh, creepypasta. Yes, um, and each each se- each season is one contained story, um, and so um, those are really the two seasons. I've only made it through halfway
4: through the series. Yeah, I'm like t- I'm
3: like two and a half seasons in right now, um, and they've got a new series by the same people called uh, Brand New Cherry Flavor on Netflix that everybody has told me is great. It's exactly like Channel Zero, so I'll go ahead and just recommend that, having not seen it yet, but it's brand new. Um, what is it called? Uh, brand New Cherry Flavor is Ooh. the one on uh, I've heard good Netflix. things about
1: a uh, uh, film, actually a film guy up in um, Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that wrote that, mm-hmm. um, dedi- I think he partly dedicated it to him because he supported him in his zine back yeah. in the 80s because it's, it's old. It's mm-hmm. not a new thing. It's yeah, just yeah. a new TV thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says it's really good. Yeah, and uh, Love and Death and Robots is really oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're yes.
3: super, they're, I mean, they're like six. Six to 12 minutes you know each episode so it's like talk about binging like you can do a whole season you know like two hours
0: i think the first season was far better than the second yeah (laughs) it's like any anthology
3: series anthology series or a mixed bag you know like um that's why when i see an anthology series i like it better when it's the same creative team that's doing the anthology series Mm -hmm. versus like we're just picking and choosing different which is fine because you'll get like the highest highs, but you'll also get the lowest lows. Yeah, I had an issue
2: with, uh, I think it was Lore on Netflix. Where, right. Or it have been Amazon Prime. On Prime, two, Prime. Like Amazon yeah. Prime. I was really enjoying it because, you know, 12 hour nights just went for the phone to bring just fantastic way to kill time. I was really enjoying the season one because it was getting really in depth, but then season two, they obviously changed a lot of things, and it, I forget, I, I wiped from my mind what I disliked about it, but it was obviously a very different take upon sort of things and it was very much more trying to be drama-esque versus actually mm-hmm. giving you some information upon the creatures that they were actually right. to do the lore on right mm. yeah
1: how are we doing for time by the way uh, i mean i think we're at, at oh, past it yes. oh, yeah we're we're at well time. thank you all for being so dedicated
3: <laughs> yeah. to stay with us we can carry on going for hours oh yeah i could talk forever on Benjamin. For we're here sure
0: sure. to binge panels this is my final panel on.
3: for the weekend so thanks See for coming you out guys really appreciate you guys because i've seen a lot of the same face is showing up for panels, um, although it's a small con, so I guess that's kind of... Uh, yeah, I think this is the last panel
1: of the con. Maybe. I guess I would so. Oh, well, we're closing the whole thing down. So we will end on a high note. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right, everybody go home. No, yeah. oh, I thought we were getting, getting high.
0: He said awesome. high note. I <laughs> high. <laughs> high, <laughs> high yes, <sir>. <laughs> Operatic C. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank, Thank, you, Thank you, everybody. everybody. You <laughs> I made a close Yes, I saw. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> have you seen like inside production? number nine? Kitty. please. magenta? Yeah, it's, it's
0: great. I love it. Food. Thank
3: you. Yeah. I'm we yeah. New,
4: New it. intermediate.
3: Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, And Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you
0: for listening.